to say yes sir and then the bible goes on to say eh hey, hey, if you are obedient you are calling the bible alaba shake bredo sokolo hey hallelujah ah no let's do this thing give me first peter chapter 3 removing us from the ark the bible says he took of the clean animals and he offered the sacrifice before god some of those animals would never exist again that's the quality of the sacrifice that noah gave because remember some of them were entering two 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 so that means there are some species we never discover here on earth and they were in the power of noah and they were clean so Noah took of them some of his most prized possessions and killed them and offered them to the Lord. And God decided never again. He just didn't say, oh Lord, can you, by all means, by your mercies, never do this again. <laughs> he offered the sacrifice. And God said, the Bible says God smelled of it and he said, I will never do this again. God, God felt bad, he said, ah. Look at what Noah has done. He says, I will never do this again. The Bible says, God cannot do without a cheerful giver. Two things. If you want to walk in power, don't just pray. Be part of prayer is part of it. You have, and you have to learn to do it. Mm -hmm. So, May God increase you in wisdom. May God give you grace so that all material may be made available so that you may do every good work. May God give you tremendous grace for tremendous power, for tremendous works in Jesus' name. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. So Ephesians chapter number 6, verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Okay, let me read from the NKJV. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And then he says, put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. If you want to stand against the wiles of the, of the devil, you have to put on not just the armor, the whole armor. The whole armor. He says, put on the whole armor of God. So that you may be able to withstand the wiles of the devil. Ah, you are dealing, let me tell you this, and, and I know I've been teaching you scary things these days. But maybe I need to grow you fast. 
because this is the reason some of us look victorious. It's because there are things we know, but maybe because there are no best ways of teaching these things. We don't teach them, but other people are struggling, yet we are floating. So I'll just give it to you the way it is. So that you, if you choke on it, you chew again, so that you don't choke. Now, it says, it says, put on the whole armor. Listen, when it comes to spiritual warfare, here's the Bible says, it says, why do you have to do this? It says, because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Are you seeing the kind of spirits you're fighting? Spirits are in different strengths, they're in different sizes, they're in different ranks, and they're different even in intelligence. When you're dealing, for example, with, with, with when, when you're dealing with a fallen angel, for example, you're dealing with in the demonic of, 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 of these angelic beings who are fallen, like the way God, Jesus was dealing with the devil, it was a bargain, they are negotiating. It was not out, out. It says, no, no, come down. Let's talk this thing out. You know you're hungry. Yes. Why don't you just turn? You've got the power. Turn this food into bread. You're negotiating. If you don't have authority over your flesh, there are dimensions of spiritual warfare you will not fight. Because you have or spiritual war, you've got power. You see, you're dealing with a being. That's, that is the human being. So it's not that, it's not an issue of, I bind, I bind. No, you can't bind your flesh. You can't bind it too. So if you're out there always talking, always talking, there are some powers you can't fight. It becomes difficult for you to do warfare. It's not just, in the name of Jesus, I bind, I bind. But you go out, you're talking about everyone and everything. The Bible says in the multitude of words, sin does not lack. That means there's some spirits which are just waiting outside. Because I know you talk about everyone and everything. That dimension of spiritual warfare, you'd have lost. Because you can't tame your mouth. You can't tame your flesh. The secret to your defeat is because you can't tame your, your flesh. Not because you don't have authority over an evil spirit. Because you can't tame your flesh. When everybody is fasting, you are eating. Um, I've, been, I've been feeling my chest. I've been feeling my heartbeat. So I have to take some medicine. So I have to eat. Everyone is fasting. You, you find an ailment in you. You remember it. Oh, I normally have heartbeat. Then you go and... <laughs> then you go. And you don't fast. He says, this kind goeth not except by prayer and fasting. And you, are, you, are you not telling me that those guys who are casting out that demon were not saying, in the name of Jesus. I'm sure Peter was like, okay, you guys have tried. I'm next now. Let me do this. <laughs> Out! Out! <laughs> Fasting, there is no. Hallelujah. And if you're going to be doing ministry, you have to, and, and you have to have some time to fast. That's why we put you on one day fast at least. There's power that fasting produces in your spirit. There's power that fasting produces to resist temptation. There's power that fasting produces for you to be able to tame your body. If it's this month, I've even fasted from WhatsApp statuses. How many last saw my, my WhatsApp statuses? When last did you see? No, I'm fasting. This month I've cut down. 
That's why sometimes some of you text me, I'm not responding. Say, oh, dad is, put, is building a wire fence for me. No. I've not deleted your number. I'm just, I'm just cutting down. Imagine, people are doing well without me on WhatsApp. Maybe they don't need me in the first place. They are, as in, they are fine. They are posting statuses. <laughs> they are fine. Sometimes you have to realize that people will still breathe without you, mommy. Don't post. Every time you, are, you just feel like a nail hurting, you, you green emojis that are puking, you post. <laughs> Feeling sick. You, like, how will it edify us? Sometimes your, your silence is more encouraging. <laughs> oh, yes. Are you learning something? Yes, Pastor. I'm teaching you how to, because the greatest warfare, I, I said something in passing last time at church. I said, uh, after we finished, I said, see, mind how you live your private lives. Because that's where the greatest warfare is, not here. Wow. These things happen in your private lives. He's dealing, he's dealing with this, with this, with, with, with a prince. Satan. That's a fallen angel, he's not such a demon. So, they are talking, and he says, uh, turn this to, to bread. So it's, he's, 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 he's trying to see his flesh. Every time you're in a relationship, you want to be kissing. You've got the last issue. You wonder why it doesn't end. Even after they pray for you, it's, it's still there. You don't have authority over your flesh. So that spirit knows that when there's too much fire, I'll sit back. Then when she goes out now, back to her boyfriend. I'll just move the boyfriend. Okay, you are also stubborn. You don't want a believing boyfriend. <laughs> just move the boy to hunger. They're <laughs> wow. gone. They study the hearts of men. They study. I'll tell you how. Then he says, uh, he's testing your pride. He says, okay. Okay, Pela, you are saying you're a child of God. Jump, because the Bible says, are you seeing that even quoting scriptures? <laughs> Meaning there are powers that can even quote scriptures. No, Lord, I'm, I'm bending with passion. The Bible says better to marry than bend with passion. So anything that comes with a buzz voice, because you are burning, you decide to, to marry or be married. A scripture even comes to your head. Swing! Abusing the word of God. So, there's also a dimension of spiritual warfare. You can't fight if you don't know how to rightly divide the word of truth. The Bible says, the Bible is telling you, this is so important. In your private lives. Listen, when we tell you to always listen to the word of God, when we tell you to always give yourself to the teaching of the word of God, listening to podcasts, we are trying to help you be an absolute boss over powers of darkness. To master the truth and to be able to stand against the wiles of the enemy. When it comes in all forms, sizes and shapes. Are you listening to me? Quote the scripture to him, so pa. I was reading Psalm 91 the other day. This is what it says. Confuse Jesus. 
Yeah, no, 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 no. The Bible also says I shouldn't do things to prove a point. Now you just know one scripture. Hallelujah. There's more to spiritual warfare than just when we pray and we release fire. Sometimes the spirits just dance, dance, dance. But the person struggles with the same thing again. It's how they live their private life. It's not that we didn't pray for them. It's a dose. Sometimes you, know, you pray for a person, they are healed. They go back home. It's like the thing that you are staying with unsaved parents. So it's fine. Someone is dealing with the spirit of what? You pray for them, they are healed. They go back home, the thing is waiting. <laughs> then it just moves the mother. <laughs> the mother steps on their foot. Chwing! Yeah, 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 yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> but you think even comes back. <laughs> Hallelujah. It says put on the whole armor, the whole entire, the whole thing, put it on. So what's the, this is now spiritual warfare. Because if you're going to fight with different classes of spirits, some of them only respond and attack certain parts, but they have to find that your armor is ready. In every point, your armor has to be ready. If you're going to be victorious, your armor has to be ready. The full armor. It's not just the, the sweat of the, the, the prayer. Praying with all manner of prayer and supplication for the saints in the spirit. That's part of it. But that's the only part we know, most of us. Oh, we are now going to do spiritual warfare. Then we start praying. It's part of it. But it's not the whole truth. Hallelujah. Then he says, he mentions the classes. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, stand. Then he says, stand therefore. Having gathered your waist with truth. Do you know what truth is? You must know. The Bible says, hmm. listen, if, 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 if you have to know the truth about every situation. Otherwise, deception is so subtle. Let me give you an example. One night, one day, we took shepherd for for. Clean, for for injections. Then the person who was injecting him was like, ah, tonight you not sleep. These injections. So I believed that lie. <laughs> I believed it. Maybe they meant well, but I believed it. And when I got there, and he was crying. When we got to the car, I remember that night. When we got to the car, it, to the car, it occurred to me, wait, the Bible says God gives sleep to those he loves. Some versions say he gives sleep to the... They said, in the name of Jesus, we we'll sleep. I spoke the truth over facts. And every time facts compete with lies, even though they are not originally lies, they qualify to be lies because they are fighting against truth. A fact can be harmless in itself, but if there's a truth it's competing with, then it becomes a lie. that night we slept we slept peacefully because I decided to hold on to the truth and how you respond no one cleared no one cleared the, the, the sea hey 
Like they've struck you with a sword. Jesus had the news that Lazarus is dead. He said, he's sleeping. It was a fact. The man was dead. But Jesus Christ described it as sleep. Therefore, it gave him power to wake him up. But if someone is dead, where would you get the power, Sissy? So truth, it's a fact that someone is dead. But my truth is telling me that he's asleep. Therefore, the fact that he's dead is a lie. So many spirits want to deceive people by facts. Every time you discover a fact that's fighting against truth, call it a lie. This is why many believers say, I didn't, that doctor was telling me. Now, doctors are not evil. Sometimes the way we think, the doctor lied to me. The doctor, they are not your enemies. They're just telling you facts. What you say is, thank you, sir. Then you go and call it a lie. So doctor's report says, there's another report. By his stripes, I was healed. In the name of Jesus, I will live and not die. Otherwise, the devil will even start playing songs in your head. Or nice hymns. You've been seeing the stars. I see the stars. <laughs> You're not done with your job. You go and say, I will not die, but leave. I'll proclaim the works of the Lord in the name of Jesus. When I was young, I, I used to fail. I'll be screaming. You can go in the shed if you want. I used to fail. But my mom never... Never took that. Every time I, it was a fact that I would have, I remember passing in a class of 32, I would pass number 30. Then my mother would be like, ah, you just have two people. Come on, you just have, now 30 people ahead of you, you've moved. Look at all these two you've left. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> you're powerful. My mother, ah, my mother encouraged me. You are, you are, you are coming up. I like you, look at you. So I, I stopped feeling like I failed. It was a lie that I'd felt, yet there were people two, 30 people ahead of me. But my truth never told me that I'd failed. Why? Because my mom spoke a word against the facts, and the facts changed. It's a fact that a 30-year-old man cannot walk on water. But if he has to walk on water, he has to consider that scientific lie, a truth, fact, a lie. Wow. How do you behave when something is a lie? If they tell you, if they tell you for example, They've, 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 your phone is not there, they've stolen it, and you know it's a lie. Do you say, oh! <laughs> you laugh. Separate fools there. You know, they're just joking. Hallelujah. No wonder, when I was at university, and I would get a, I'd get a paper, I remember in first year especially, this is where it happened. Because my mother already taught me how to use the truth of the word of God to change facts. Ah, listen. Okay, I'll get to that part. I remember one time, I'm trying to make points for law school. Then they tell me, I have a 40%. There's a lecturer who liked me in history. She liked me because I was smart. You know, I was one of those guys who's always answering questions. I would be like one of those intimidating guys. You know, those guys who like, they're always answering questions, but when you ask what they got, they're like 39, you're like, how? Oh. You know? So, but this lecture, like when she wanted me to do archaeology, I was like, Aki, what? You want me to be? No, I sing about them. <laughs> 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 
That's as far as I can go. But she like, you know, you should study archaeology. She started mentioning universities. I was like, I laughed, you know, where you entertain someone, but then you tell them I can't do that. She said, what? No, but it was okay. But you know, she knows she's a lecturer. So she's like, okay, you have to make points for Oscar. We wrote a test just to say a party. And I knew this woman just liked me. Ah. Daniel, you got, what happened? <laughs> she's even feeling shy. <laughs> I looked at her. I took, I, I remember this day. I'm not narrating a story to you, creating it. I'm telling you what happened. I wrapped it like this. I put it in my pocket. As I was going out, you know, there always people were trying to find out what the man of God got. Man of God, that was it. It is well. Somebody say, it is well. Sometimes that's what you tell people. You tell them it is well. Because you can't tell them. It's like people who ask you in the road, how are you? Then you start telling them, ah, I a pressure. Some people shouldn't just ask. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine one day you ask someone, how are you? Ah, I've a pressure. <laughs> they start telling you the pressure they are going through. Anyways, it is well. I remember going to my room that day. And I put the paper like that. It's a report. It's a fact. And I opened the Bible. Deuteronomy 28. I looked at it. So the fact was saying I had 40%. But the truth was saying, I shall be above only, never at the bottom. And in that moment, the Spirit of God told me, if I'm saying you should be above only, never at the bottom, then the issue should never be whether you've cleared an exam or not. But on what part of the list are you? Listening to that. Meaning for me, my revelation is if I apply for a job, if I apply for, for if I write a test, my issue is not whether I'm going to pass or not, it's where am I going to be on the list? Because he says, you shall be the head only, never the tail. You shall be above only, never bottom. So I decided to go with the report of the Lord. And I remember dancing alone in the room. Because, see, in 2011, I applied for a job. And that job, uh, that job, they, they, they took like 1,000 of us. What we didn't know is that they wanted 30 wrote exams and you know those exams for what do you call a group of of of, ch of chimbuis how many pieces are on the chess table then they bring dubai dubai for in grade five that one which looks like a square root yes ha! it was hard i remember praying lord i need this money because my father is not going to give me money for some projects i need to fulfill that's 2011 and then god spoke to me he says he says wake up i woke up he says start dancing I said, Lord, said, he kept quiet. I said, Lord, if it's you, make two lions appear. They didn't appear. <laughs> <laughs> I remember listening to Chikulu Pirilo. Chikulu, I danced, I danced, I danced, I danced. I said, praise God, hallelujah. When that list came out, I was third on the list of 30. <laughs> Meaning about 970 people were cut out. And I knew most of them by name that they were smarter than me. The systems and methods of God. Hmm? That's why one time some people were going for battle. They said, Lord, can you give us supernatural strength? They said, okay, I'm coming. Let me give you supernatural strength. They were ready. Then God said, can you start singing and dancing? There's a way. The system, you must get acquainted with the systems of God. Hallelujah. So I went there. And as I was there, I began, I began looking. I began comparing. I said, I should be only, never at the bottom. Truth. Every truth you uphold will make a fact look like a lie. 
And truth must be based on the word of God. So you must know the word of God about your, about your happiness, about the Holy Spirit. Know the truth. Because the Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth shall. That means there's a dimension of deliverance you never attain until you know the truth. It doesn't say you shall know prayer. And no, 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 no. There's a dimension of deliverance people can never attain until they find truth. Because there are spirits which run away when you are praying. But they are around you. So they wait to see how you are practicing truth. And until you frustrate them with truth, they will not leave. Because your ignorance is your entry point. So you think prayer, prayer, prayer. No, it's part of it, but it's not the only thing. I'm teaching you the fullness of spiritual warfare so that you can also advise others. When you're alone, how do you live your truth? And I remember that day after I, I, I spoke the truth, I looked at the word of God and I compared with my paper. Then I looked at my paper, I laughed at it and said, you are a lie. When you're when you seeing a spiritual man exercising his faith, that's why you lock yourself in the room. You won't manage because if someone finds you looking at the Bible and your paper and saying this is a lie, they will think you are drunk on Donya Donya. You smoked something. <laughs> so that's why the Bible says when you pray, go into your closet. Because there are things that the Spirit of God begins to encourage you to, to do in the, in the closet that you can't do in public. For example, if he tells you, lift one leg, start jumping up and down and shouting hallelujah seven times. But what you don't know is that as you are jumping from one place to the other, you are moving from one year to the other and increasing your progress like that. I'm not giving you metaphors. I'm telling you things that have happened before. One man was told, start shooting bows and arrows. Don't stop. He started shooting. Started shooting. He, got, he said, what's this? What's this? Instead of the prophet just telling me what to do, he's telling me to shoot. For what reason? He stopped. He said, ah, if you are going to continue, you are going to keep winning battles. But because you shot three times, you only win three times. It, it's in the Bible. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Say, say, stick up the whole armor. That's how warfare is. Because there are some powers which respond to one dimension of authority. But when they see you are lacking in another area, they will attack you. Remember, we are talking different classes of powers. So you have to wear the whole armor of God, not just prayer. No, you are now going to do spiritual warfare. That's part of it. Then we pray, pray. Are you tired? So he says, having girded your waist with truth. I've talked about truth. Having on the breastplate of righteousness. In whatever you do, seek righteousness. Why are you cheating in an exam? Even get like a book to check. I'm just checking. Why should a thief pray? Lord, as I still bless me. It's as stupid as that. Better you write an exam and God does a miracle and makes you pass than you going through it to my notes just to check. Don't do that. Righteousness. The Bible says righteousness and justice at the foundation. You should be righteous. This is not just righteousness for being born again. It's righteousness in the way you live your life. 
I've talked about truth. I've talked righteousness. The way you deal with people. Be righteous. You are a boss in, a, in your job. Every time you go, you are abusing everyone. One day you abuse a man who's anointed. One time I was driving, and as I was driving, <laughs> I don't know if I didn't see properly, but I was about to change lanes. Then the man was coming at full speed. And beep, 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 so I stayed in my lane. Then he followed me. He started, he started abusing me. I was like, sorry, I didn't see you. He just joined the lane. You know people who just come from somewhere, from a cafeuta lane, then they join me fast now. And then when you want to change, they start. I was so upset, the man. He abused me on the road. Then when he passed, the Holy Spirit said, can you imagine he has just abused the man of God? I was like, his reward is sure. Then I said, okay, no, Lord, we forgive him. <laughs> we forgive him. Forgive them not, for they know not. <laughs> some, of these, some of these men of God who went before us, they ruined our what? Our Elisha anointing. Because you, you want to say, yes, Lord, let him, let, let him take his dues. Then Stephen starts talking to you. You, someone has just abused you on the road. Me, they killed me. <laughs> and you're just looking at Stephen like this. <laughs> just one fire. <laughs> like, I, I, I know one man of God just to plant his stuff. People were abusing him. And then, some mafias went to visit him. You know those mafias who are even known by the government? And the government doesn't know what to do about them. Yes. He was... I was like, what am I going to do with it? <laughs> the mafias have come to, I'm dead. <laughs> but Lord, am I dying for the gospel? Like he started asking himself. Then they came, they said, they said uh, my little boy is 17. And you did this whole leading him to Christ thing. And he's a good boy. I like what you did. Do you have any business you'd like us to take care of? <laughs> any bad people you'd like us to take care of? Then suddenly he remembered the people yeah. who were abusing him. <laughs> then he, he refused the beat. He was like, no, I'm not into what. He was like, don't worry, preacher. We're not going to kill them. We're just going to break their legs. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to break their legs. That sounded so nice. Like, Lord, it's not that we're killing them. We're just wounding them. <laughs> Even the Bible says he was wounded. Well, he could just... <laughs> Hallelujah. So you find, I was like, Lord, they've they touched the anointed. But Steve kept talking to me. You know, matters speak in this life. The Bible says, Abel, by faith he offered a more excellent sacrifice, by whose blood, even though yet dead, still speaks. There are men whose lives move about as a testimony in our consciences. Because the Spirit of God has taken their stories and spread them across our consciousness to guide us. So yet, though they are dead, they speak. That's the life of a righteous man. You can't erase them. Hallelujah. So Stephen began to talk to me. <laughs> and Jesus, Jesus said, forgive them for they know not that they do. I'm sure when Stephen was dying, I was like, yeah, Jesus has sold me. So that's what he said. Even me. So now we all have to follow suit. So anyways, righteousness. 
and the way you handle people. You are a boss at your workplace. A you just wish you abuse everyone. You abuse a witch one day. And you enter into a warfare you never planned for. <laughs> Every night you are binding and loosing. Your angels are on overwake. <laughs> Hallelujah. So righteousness. In the way that you give people their money, when you owe someone money, just give them. Because that compromises your purity and the enemy has... Jesus Christ said, the prince of this world cometh, but he has nothing in me. Meaning there's nothing that the enemy can point to say, you've got like a thing that belongs to me. You. You're my customer. He knows, he's just waiting. Because he will point at something. You're always watching porn, you. I know, we meet at zero for you. You're... Yes, you're a great guy, but you've got that winkiness. So righteousness in the way you live your life. He, he was talking to believers here. The Ephesian church was already saved. So when he talks about righteousness, he's talking about the way, not the nature, but the way of life. Are you listening to me? That's warfare. I ever seen that all that is in your private life. But you're out there. Every strange, you see sometimes, listen, this is so important. Every time you're opening an app, these days apps, have you seen the strange, how many have used WeTransfer before? Have you ever seen the strange images that pop up when you're using? Or even just share it. Share it, you just find. You just find like a text, are you busy to talk? Like, <laughs> with like an image of a, of like a person. You even click. Ah, let me just see. <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> That's how you entered into sin. Trouble. You see things forbidden for the eye of the believer to gaze upon. So, <laughs> and then God is saying, cut off. Better you enter heaven in Chilema, blind in one eye, than with two eyes in hell. That means you have seen all the wrong things, but you've seen also the right things. And then you go to heaven, to hell with two perceptions of life. Because remember, you cannot be a hybrid and go to heaven a hybrid. Both experienced in wickedness and in righteousness, you can't. That's why man is not as wicked. Men are not as wicked as demons because man is a combination of good and evil. But good and evil was not enough for man to find a place in the realm of God, in the place and housing of God in heaven. That's why even the righteous men were going down into hell, into a place called paradise. The righteous men were going down there. Why? Because good and evil is not sufficient to have to give you a place in God. You can't be a combination of both. and You can't be a hybrid. He said, I would rather you were cold or you were hot. But you cannot be cold or hot and then expect me to keep you. I'll spit you off my mouth. The most irritating are the hot, the, the lukewarm. So you can't be both. You have to pick a side. So he says, it's better to, get, to enter into heaven with one form of life. You have only known one life. Because you cannot enter into heaven and into righteousness having experienced a hybrid. And this is a strange, it's a strange thing that's happening. It's a strange thing that's happening these days. Because you find someone is fornicating but they're singing in the choir. You find someone is a thief, they are a drunk, but they're operating the camera. And some of you, you know them in your department, you're participating in their sin. Yes. Because the Bible says, do not be quick. Listen, the Bible says, do not be quick in endorsing someone lest you participate in their sin. 
You know what that means? Says, don't be quick in laying on of hands. When it comes to serving God, the moment we notice that someone is a sinner, we deal with them. Because we may, but that means don't endorse people. If you know someone is misbehaving and they are living a wrong life, you are letting them save, you've not reported them to authorities, that can help them. It means you are allowing that thing to be. And if at all a spirit begins to influence in the environment, you will participate in the judgment. No, 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 no. This is the body of Jesus Christ. This is the church of Jesus Christ. You're joking. So it's better for you to enter into heaven with one leg. Some of the most painful experiences in hell will be these. That people knew the truth. But they lived a lie. Haven't you read in Matthew 7 that says, Then they shall say, We cast out demons in your name. They did. Said we prophesied in your name. They are talking to Jesus, so they are not lying at that point. They are not false prophets. They are giving a testimony of the life that they live. But they will forget something that Jesus Christ will say. He says, you workers of iniquity. That means as you were prophesying, you were fornicating. You were stealing from me. You had the double life. You were doing things. And you see, the strange thing is, you still flow because it's a gift of the Spirit and the gifts of God are without repentance. So you still flow, you still do your administrative work well and you think you are fine. No, sis, it will catch up with you. Hallelujah. So righteousness in the way you do things. So when we are going to heaven, we will go with one perspective of life, with one eye. That's what the Bible means. We will go with one leg. That means having walked one path, the path of righteousness. Otherwise, it says, don't do everything without complaining and grumbling against one another that you may be children of purity in this wicked generation. That's what his Paul said to the Philippians. He says, do everything without complaining and fault-finding that you may be pure. In other words, impurity is a reflection of grumbling and complaining. That means the enemy has got something against you, something rebukable. He says, so that you may be unreproachable, unreproachable children of God in this wicked generation. Sometimes instead of complaining, overflow with thanksgiving by faith. Just overflow. Katabaha said, Hallelujah. And until we awaken to the truth of righteousness, the dimensions of warfare will struggle to fight in this world. That's what I said in tongues. Hallelujah. So righteousness. Righteous, so are you saying that righteousness is not like that time when we are gathered and we are praying? Spiritual warfare. How do you practice righteousness in the church like that? You don't have the opportunity. It's when you go out. So you find that most of the warfare, you fight it outside. So if you are not drenched, soaked, dipped into the truth, you struggle to deal with certain powers. Hallelujah. He goes on to say, Ah, this is powerful. I'm going to read something to you. He says, Having showed your faith with the, preparation, with the preparation of the gospel of peace, it's part of warfare. Having won See, the world is full of thorns and thistles. And some of those are demonic. 
So if you are walking, if you are not vested in the gospel, you always be offended. Because every time you are pricked, you feel offended. So if the gospel is not full, if you are not full of peace, the peace that comes with the gospel, and you are always fighting offense, there are powers of darkness you will not defeat, no matter how much you pray. Are you listening to me? Listen to this. He says, he says, he says, and having showed your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, it's not just an issue of preaching. That's a part of it. If you don't wear, I know a deaconess who always likes her feet. I don't know why. But you know, I just think, it's not safe. But there is something that the, the peace that comes with the gospel does to your heart. For example, because of the amount of gospel that's in my spirit, when I heard that Lusaka Playhouse has dealt with us, I didn't feel defeated. There was a peace in my spirit. I told the devil, you, 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 you can't fight this. The thing has grown too much. It's now beyond you. There's a momentum. Oh, I'll preach on momentum soon. There's a momentum we've reached at this point. You cannot pull us backward. You can't. Haven't you read that the more they persecuted them, the more they multiplied? That means for us, persecution is recipe for multiplication. Are you listening to me? Offenses. When there's so much storm around you, it's the peace of the gospel that will calm it down. Because Jesus Christ didn't say, Aguz dem jabagadaya. No. He said, peace be still. And the Bible says there was a great calm. So that peace that comes from the gospel, you need peace. Peace. That is, that's a peace that takes care of anxieties. That keeps you patient and not just waiting. It's peace. And that peace only comes from the gospel. You can't have a peace beyond the gospel. There's a peace that the world gives. A man can be unemployed and he has peace because the peace came from God. But another man can have a job and not have peace because they received the peace of the world. The Lord Jesus Christ said, my peace I give you, John 14, 27, my peace I give you, not as the world gives do I give you. That means the world can give you peace. Check the peace you have. Did it come from the world or it came from God? Because if it came from, from the world, Satan will make sure you have a big chunk so that he can push you off the cliff, fat and juicy, so that when you fall, you splatter. Someone say, I've got the peace of God. Say, I've got the peace of God. Are you learning something today? <laughs> oh, I longed for such meetings. So that I can teach for three hours straight. Because I've got things in my chest to teach you. Don't worry, I'm about to finish. Hopefully. <laughs> you people, Jesus Christ used to teach thousands. How can you gather thousands? And have you seen that? The teachings that he would teach, they even just summarize. The man would teach. One time, Paul was preaching. He preached until someone died. <laughs> You've never read that scripture. He preached till someone died. <laughs> read about Read about it. <laughs> he was preaching like that. He was not stopping. He was just going. <laughs> Come 
Then you are just scorched by the heat. Your friends died. You want to start looking abandoned. Be strong in the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Be strong in the Lord. Mm. You know, when we, when we go to heaven like this, we'll be discussing the word of God. We'll be discussing oracles of God. Okay, let me not derail you. Then it says, above all. Now, this is so important. It says, above all. Someone say, above all. Why? In warfare, why is it an above all thing? It says, taking up the shield of faith. Above which, with which you are able to quench the fiery darts of the enemy. I'll tell you, this is so important. Ekazamprozoda. Uh, this is so important. Why is the issue of faith an above all thing? This one you have to pay attention, okay? This one you have to pay attention. <laughs> okay, let me end here, then I finish at church. Can she want? Stop looking tired. This one, this one is so important. Listen, I'll tell you something about all spirits, from principalities to powers to rulers of darkness to spirits. Of, I'll tell you what one of their weaknesses. When you get this weakness, you you've overcome them. Mm -hmm. It's this weakness. They don't understand faith. Everything they do, they want to bring you into the flesh. Because if they bring you into the realm of the flesh, it's the only place they can relate with. Every communication that God ever released on the earth, the Bible says, are the priests of this world known? They would have not crucified the Lord of glory. But then, then they were looking at all the scriptures and everything in the flesh. So they wanted to inflict pain on Jesus. They wanted to trouble the disciples. And they wanted to beat Mary. They wanted them to feel bad. It was all about inflicting pain on them. They strapped him on his back. They crucified him on the cross. They didn't know. They didn't behold by faith. They don't use faith. So the moment you stop walking by faith and you walk in the flesh in any area of your life, you give them power. But every time, no matter how bad it is, if you choose to walk by faith, they will not understand you. Let me tell you one man. One, 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 one amazing minister of the gospel one time went to preach somewhere. And then suddenly his heart began to give him trouble. He used to have a heart problem back in the day. His heart began to give him trouble. And he was wondering. He started seeing all pictures. You know, he was a healing minister. He started seeing all pictures. And he said, uh, it's like the enemy starts giving you visions now. Prepare yourself. This is your last time. <laughs> you may have to die. You fought a good fight. And all that kind of stuff. And then he remembered in the scripture. He says, by his stripes we are healed. Then he started laughing. In the things you do in faith, the devil never understands them. The Bible says, a spiritual man. <laughs> it says, the spiritual things are spiritually discerned. And a, a, a natural man cannot receive them. A natural man cannot receive them. That means a divine, a, a, a supernatural devil cannot at all even receive them because it's entirely bad. There's no goodness in him. And even the knowledge he has of the scriptures is mental. It's mental. He can connect the scriptures, but there's no revelation. The Bible says, the Bible tells us something. James says, you believe. Even the demons believe. Then he says something. He says, but faith without works is dead. So the death of the demon spirits is because they do not move from belief to faith. So they are dead and they cannot receive the revelations of the Spirit of God. So they cannot hack into the plan of God. That's why even, even if the enemy is going to operate, he waits for prophecy. He waits for words. Then he begins to guess what's going to happen. 
and then he begins moving like that. Hey, are you listening to me? So you have to walk by faith. He says demons, they cannot faith it. They cannot walk into that rock. So he says, above all, you walk in faith. So this man of God was lying down there. And as he was lying down there, he began to laugh. Can you imagine someone laughing in pain? He began to laugh in pain. <laughs> he began to laugh. Can you understand such a man? You are a, if, if, if you are a demon, what you believe is that when people are in pain, they are supposed to cry. Also, if you are a carnal man or an unbeliever, when people are in pain, they, are man, they must not be laughing. Why is this man laughing? So he laughed so hard. That's Kenneth Hagin. You know when he starts laughing. He laughed so hard that he heard the voice of the devil audibly ask him, Why are you laughing now? Then he told him, I'm not trying to get my healing. I was healed 2,000 years ago. And he laughed. And before he knew it, his body was whole. Because he quoted the scripture with revelation. And boom, it hit his spirit. And the devil left. Hallelujah. The devil left him. Because he walked by faith. About, so that means he quenched the fiery darts of the enemy. Do you believe that because you've not been able to enter school on time, therefore your destiny is shattered like everyone else on the street? How dare you reduce your destiny to an education? How dare you reduce your destiny to a job? You're not walking by faith. You're walking in the flesh. And I remember one time I was alone. I was in grade 10. That's 208. I'll never forget this. I came back and I was alone in the living room. I don't know if that was witchcraft, but something, boom, hit my stomach and I fell. Because I like being alone in the house at night and I was alone. That's 208. I was making tea and then boom, hit me. And then, you know, I felt like my life was leaving me. And I was like, this is how people die. Eh? And I heard the same thing the enemy was telling me. It's your last day on earth today. And I began to laugh. <laughs> it was paining, oh. Every time you wait to have a feeling in order to confirm the word of God, you are walking in the flesh. You see, you see, even when it comes to prayer, and you must understand this, even when it comes to prayer, the Bible says it's a prayer of faith that heals. There's a great man of God one time who went to, is this mine? There was a great man of God one time who went, uh, his friend told him that there's a woman in the hospital, she's got cancer stage four, so you need to pray for her. So, um, you know, when you've got a friend and they force you to go, you go. So he went there, um, and when he was there, the, um, the doctor came in, and he said, oh, I, I want to, uh, uh, he says that, I want to pray for Atamasokelebranakasigedidosh. Pray in tanks for a minute. Zika Barok take a brigade, Shatapayagadesa, Manfrodo, Shaka Bragadish, Onto Brogodo, Sha, Mirato Sotoko Brondele Brigade, Shata Bragadiasa, Eripekete Bragadias on Frodosh, Eliga Bron Salapariaga Digadesh, Raka Bariaka Son de Bridege Segediada, Rapa Sokoto Bron Telebregadesh, Eparandala Gregedia Sokoto Bronda, Eparaka Zakteke Bradiados, Eperendeleke Bragada Shatea, Emaron Soto Paridadia Setebeo, Oronte Peridaga Shakapayade, Eparon Stala Bragadiaga Son Tegebrede, Eripeke Sotagabasha, Kadosh Bregedia. Santa Bariadasha, Ziparodo, Shatta Pragadash, 
Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So this man of God went. And when he went, uh, the doctor said, okay, I'm going to, the doctor wanted to perform an, uh, uh, a procedure on her. So the doctor, the, he said, uh, he said, okay, I'm going to let you pray because the prayer is going to soothe the patient. Then the man of God said, no, I've seen her. I'm going home. He said, no, I'm going to allow you to pray so to soothe the patient. He said, no, I'm going to pray for her and heal her from home. He said, no, you can pray for her. He said, no, I'll go home. I have to go. I'm going to heal her home. Then he went and prayed for her home and she got healed. She came out of the hospital. The cancer left stage four. It left. Sometimes, sometimes our desire to lay hands on the sick is in the flesh. There are people who have prayed for on the phone and they got healed. Sometimes you are convinced you just have to lay hands. Jesus Christ said, your daughter is well. And that moment the demon left. Are you saying that? It's faith. When you walk by faith, you live a life of victory. If you are going to wait to feel something in order for you to believe, you are walking in the Thomas kind of faith. It's a sense of faith. It's not a faith. It's a strange something. Because he said, until I touch him, will I believe. Then Jesus Christ said, no, 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 Thomas. Blessed are those who believe before they see. In other words, Thomas, you are not blessed. Jesus was not saying, oh, now he was concerned about him. Hallelujah. So that's warfare. If you are going to walk in victory against powers of darkness, in your personal life, you have to walk by faith. But when you're alone and you're saying everything is not working well, what am I going to do? No, 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 no. The Bible says, Abraham, Abraham did not weaken in faith. Although he was a hundred years old and he was dead in his body. It says he did not stagger at the promises of God through unbelief, but he was strong in faith and therefore he was giving glory to God. So every time God looked at Abraham who was old and was not having a child, was not having the things that he wanted, instead of complaints, God was receiving glory. God was receiving glory. Hallelujah. Through a life of lack, it produced faith unto the glory of God. Are you listening to me? Your life must produce glory for God. When God looks down, he's in, God is enjoying watching your life because he's drinking glory every time he looks at you. Hallelujah. Yeah, isn't it what you sing after all? So if God eats glory, give him glory. Where do you think he's going to get it from? You give him glory. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. neither yet Sarah's womb. And it was the faith of Abraham that activated Sarah's womb. Because remember, Sarah gave up. When the Bible says, by strength, by faith, Sarah received strength to give birth. That was the strength, the faith of Abraham. Because it is Abraham, him, her, she got there. She said, can you just have a child by my servant? But God said, no. What I said was that through your loins, a child will come. No, Lord, you are taking a while. Don't stagger at the promises of God. Because now evil spirits begin whispering to you ideas. These are other things you can do. Seducing spirits. You know seducing spirits don't come at you. No. 
They communicate to you. They talk to you. They have conversations with you. Seduction means luring you. It means having a nice conversation with you, debating with you, giving you options, and showing you how nice it is. If you worship me, I'll give you all these kingdoms of this world because they were delivered unto me. Adam delivered them to Satan. So Satan was not lying when he said they are mine. And in the showed him the glory and the excellences of the kingdoms of this world. And he said, if you just bow down and worship me, you don't have to go through the way of the cross or dying. I can just give you. And he was looking honest when he was saying it. He was pulling Jesus in the flesh, giving him a shortcut. Hallelujah. But if you walk by faith, you wait. Jesus Christ read what Isaiah said. He had to stand on the word of God. You can't walk by faith without the word of God. By his stripes you are healed. So, okay, the people will already be healed. I can endure the stripes. I don't have to go through a shortcut. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And people say, oh, you slip someone to get a promotion. So that's how faith is important. Are you seeing that? In warfare, actually. In warfare. In your personal life, if you're going to live victorious above powers of darkness, you have to walk by faith. Let's finish. Mm. Then he says, And take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. This is the only part many people know. And then the Bible says, praying, with, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. These are the two parts that many people know. Prayer and the Word. But then the other practices within the Word of God. People don't, in their private lives, they don't practice them. So powers of darkness still have a way around. I'm not, I'm not telling you, listen, the Bible says we wrestle. That means we are still in this fight. We have won, but we are still in the fight. That's the chitechi, the paradox. We are in a fight, we have won. So, you have won, but you are still in it. So keep fighting and winning. <laughs> Hallelujah. And know how to win. Spiritual warfare. When you're go if you're going to teach people, this is, this is what I call the ministry of deliverance. There's a difference between deliverance and casting out demons. Casting out demons is just a part of deliverance. This is what I'm teaching you is part of deliverance. Hallelujah. Take the helmet of salvation. That means your mind. Helmet covers the head. What's going on in your thoughts? Are all the same thoughts going in? Take care of your head. Because some of the greatest warfare, this is my last point. Listen, some of the greatest of warfare has happened in the head. You know, there are people who still think God has not forgiven them because of a sin that they committed, but they are saved. But somehow there's a part of them which thinks, what I did. So every time something happens, they think, maybe God is punishing me for what I did. There are people, there are women who never marry a proper man. They'll always be with one person because maybe they had an abortion and that's the only man who knows them. So that man will go and do all the stupid things and go back to the woman because they, have, they are stuck on the sin which they confessed. They think, God will never forgive me. And 
Will I ever find a man who will love me? So there's a cheap merchant. The man will come back and do everything to them. And why? Because their mind has not been renewed. You, you, not, you, you, you have to guard your mind. Some of the greatest of warfares happens here. So if you lose in the way you think, in your thought process and structure, then the fruits of your thought are only a victim. And the, 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 the manifestation of your life will be no different than what... Because it says, as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. You can't be any more than your thought pattern. Or any less. You are exactly an expression of your thought. Hallelujah. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. That's the last scripture we'll read. Give me. I'm concluding. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. To God be the glory, great things he has done. So loved he the world that he gave us his son. Who yielded his life and atonement for sin. And open the life, get that all may go in. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son, and give him the glory, great things he has done. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians 10, verse 3. This is powerful. Once you get this, you would have won most of the warfare. Yes. I know what I'm talking about. I'm both a preacher and a Christian. And I've been around the faith for a little bit more than some of you. Gave my life to Christ in 1999. I'm sure by then some of you were just doing so winning. Listen, so he shows you something. He says, for though we live in the flesh, we live in the flesh, that's why we deal with the flesh devil. If you take him into the realm of faith, he gets confused. That's what Jesus Christ did. When he was, Jesus was fighting a prince of darkness, the prince of this world, he took him into faith. You know what the ego does to, 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 to defeat a snake? Remove him from the terrain. Take him up. How could I show faith? Now, booze as a snake. So you have to take the devil from his... That's why when, when, when Eve stopped using the scriptures and she started reasoning with the devil, she lost. Because reasoning is his thing. Stick to the scriptures. Jesus Christ knew this. If you're going to walk by faith, you have to walk in the scriptures. So every time Jesus says, can you make this stone into bread? He says, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from there. Can you throw yourself? Because it is written. Then he says, it is written. You shall not test the Lord your God. Can you worship me? He said, it is, it, it is written. You shall only worship God and only him shall you serve. Are you seeing that? He pulled him into the air. He, whenever the devil begins talking to you, say, okay. You want to talk? Come. <laughs> then you take him into the Bible. So you say, what if they don't call you? You say, many are called. <laughs> you, you have to find the scripture. 
You have to find the scripture. What if they don't call you? What if they do? You always have to find the scripture. Something to back you. Hallelujah. Move him from the flesh. Otherwise you struggle in warfare. For though we live in the flesh, we are not carrying on our warfare according to the flesh and using mere human weapons. It says, For the weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. What are strongholds? In the context of this scripture, strongholds are 40 thinking patterns. For example, if you think, maybe I'm experiencing this because God wants to punish me. Maybe this sickness is so that God may teach me a lesson. But the Bible, what, the, what does the Bible say? God punished him so that he could learn a lesson. Which scripture? There's a scripture that says, How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and the power that he went about doing good and healing. Oh, we are oppressed of the devil for God was with him. So sickness can never be the will of God. That's why we fight it and we receive healing. Because if you look to God as a source of a problem, you cannot look for a solution from him. Are you seeing that? So that's important. You need to think in scripture. It's a code of thought. You move from using the scripture as a source of your wisdom to it becoming the source of your wisdom. That means you don't have to consult. Every time you are thinking, you think the word of God. People will even stop calling you, ah, my bossa. They will stop because that's who you are. They'll just call you Joab. They don't have to call you woman of, you know, when people start calling you woman of God sometimes, your friends, it's because they've noticed once in a while you use scriptures. So they're trying to discourage. But when you overwhelm them with the word of God, they'll just call you by your name. They are tired. It means that you're not, you're just not consulting scripture now. You are the manifestation of the scriptures. The Bible says you are living epistles. You are living epistles written on the tablets of your hearts, not on paper and not with human hand, but with the hand of the spirit of God. So every time you talk, there's just like a scripture about to come out. Even you can't control it. They're just like, you know, but the Bible says, your friends are like, ah. But the Bible says, one time I was walking with Gabriel Maplanga in 2016. I was walking with him and we were talking. He was a friend. He was not saved. He was super unsaved. He was like, not in the world, in the wild. Some of you know Brother Gabriel Maplanga. We were walking with him. And I was just talking to him. I didn't know. He stopped. He said, you've studied the whole Bible. Now, at that point, I didn't know I was quoting scriptures. He said, I'm indoctrinated. You know when they say you've been brainwashed? Yeah. Eh, that's where I live. <laughs> I told you, everyone is brainwashed. It just depends on the soap they were, being, they were using. Even unbelief, you can be brainwashed in unbelief that you feel so smart. When you see people who are doing spiritual things, you think they are not being Leo. Yeah. The Bible says, in their wisdom, they became fools. But the Bible says, he chose that salvation should come through the preaching of the foolishness of the cross. So what is foolishness <laughs> is what is the way to salvation. I'm quoting to you 1 Corinthians chapter 1. You find that kind of thing being talked about. Hallelujah. How many walking epistles do we have here? You, guys, you will become a, a letter to the people. Your life is a letter. When they look at how you reacted when the results were not good, they remember. One time at uh, the CA, Dando, nine out of 30 CA.
guy who had a lot, him, him, he had better. He had 15 out of 30. He came crying in my room. Pray for me. I'm afraid. I said, Neil. I prayed for him, strengthened him, told him you will make it, have de declared. He went and passed it. He said, Amen. He went. I'm thinking, what is this guy seeing in me? <laughs> they see how you be. There's a peace about you. And you know, in our day, they used to stick results. He saw I had a nine, but he came to me for prayer. And he was not a believer. Why? Why? <laughs> Even believers and believers can discern when they say, mm, there's something about this guy. They are looking for God, they'll start looking for you. Say, why? Hello, oh, me, I just want God. Why are you coming to me? Because <laughs> you're God's home address on the earth. <laughs> you become a portal for the divine. The Bible says, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. When they look at you, they liken you to a way. You lead them to the way, which is Jesus. See, because you become a way. Not when you meet in some of these workplaces, you become cool when people notice you're a believer. They're in shock. Huh? Even as we enter heaven, this one is a believer. They're in shock. They see you share your flyer, and it's that day the pastor is upset. You've not been sharing flyers. They force you. Sometimes, you know what I do when people are post posting funny things? I post a flyer for them. And out of shyness, they post. Then people say, Ah, you also go to that church. I never knew you're a believer. Oh, yeah. You're not even proud of it. No, but you become the manifestation of the word of God. The walking scriptures. Hallelujah. So he says, he says, he says, in as much as we saw strongholds are 40 thinking patterns. In as much as we refute arguments, where do arguments happen? Theories happen. Reasonings happening. He says, and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge. So all those things happen where? Then they say, we lead every thought and purpose away. Thoughts and purposes happen where? So that means, he's talking about we don't fight against flesh and blood. Then he tells you what we are fighting against. He says things that gone in the head. Then you think your thoughts are innocent. Every time you're thinking about committing suicide, you think it's just you. The, you, the way you love your life, you think you can kill yourself. The way when you just... Not even taste. You just smell shima. There are people who they can eat shima with the with the smell of carpenter. Just then you think you want to kill yourself. You you are a joker. You don't know what's talking to you. You don't know what's talking to you. No 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 no. All those thoughts going on in your head where you are walking, you are feeling inferior, like you are a second grade human being. There are people who think like that. There's some pretty girls I have met, they think they're ugly. No wonder every other guy hits up on them. Because they think they're not worth it. And it's pretty ones. I don't know what measure you used to tell pretty. You find this girl, you think, oh, she's pretty. But you're just shocked at what's coming out of her mouth. So you find the guy they're dating. <laughs> so, <laughs> all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, what goes on in a man's mind? Not everything. You've seen a lot of mad people on the street. If they, if they knew what has been influencing their minds, they would cry for two nights. If you lose the battle in your mind, the way you think, this... 
you will not find this. We don't do warfare for in the mind at church. It would be creepy. Let's sit down. <laughs> no. Are you saying that some of the greatest dimensions of warfare are fought in your private places? So when you're alone and you look down on yourself and the, the word of God does not have enough force in your mind, you fight the same spirit. Hallelujah. If you're going to teach warfare to other people, and you're going to, that's why some, a lot of times I look at people who are doing deliverance and I don't participate. Because I know some people, what they need is the word of God. Because I will cast out a demon, they'll go back and will cast it out again. Then they'll go back and will cast it out again. It means there's something they're not dealing with a lot of times. A lot of times it's like that. Sometimes people are having the same fights of their life. Could be that there's an area they are not dealing with. Keep yourself in righteousness. Above all, take up the shield of faith. Then, see, all those things you've laid. Then keep your mind pure. That's what the Bible says in Philippians 4, 4 verse 8. Whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are righteous, whatsoever things are holy, whatsoever things are pure. It says, if there be any good report, think on these things. And someone says, you cannot control what you think about. You are joking. That's why you are laden with thoughts. You are encumbered with thoughts. Because you believe you can't control what you think about. That's what you believe. There are some thoughts you have to bind. Fire! Rebuke the thoughts. Well, I remember, because one time I rebuked the thought. Then I would still feel the thought. Then I asked the Holy Spirit, I'm still feeling it. Then he said, no, it's an echo. It has gone. Yeah. Hallelujah. Let's stand. Let's just begin to thank God for his word. And let us tell him it has a place in our hearts. Begin to thank God for his word. Yada baba, shadadada. Pray in the spirit, pray in the spirit. Keremon, Salabranki, Debrenke, Debroda.